We're all being presented with a choice. We can show up to life fully as our most loving and creative selves, or get burned out from the exhausting, unsustainable roles we've been playing. Which do you choose? Hi, I'm Melvin, and this is Love Letter Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I've been sitting on this for a while, my apologies, um, but I'm excited to share some stuff and heal alongside you. As crazy as the world seems to be spinning, and I see it, I am willing to believe that in all of this that we can still be okay. But I'd be skeptical too, so let's get into it. Love Letter is a weekly rant, you'll see, on how writing letters to ourselves is going to help us deprogram the unhelpful patterns and trauma that have been limiting us. From loving, from being at ease and living our dreams, that's it. That's why we're here. I'm deeply interested in human development and relationships. So I'm always watching patterns, people's relationships, and I can often see where people either get stuck or refuse to pivot. And so I'm less coming from the perspective that I'm right than it is, oh, I see what you're doing and where you intend to go. Let's tweak these small things. Um, But let me give you a rundown of who I am and why you should listen. So I identify strongly with my big three, and that's being black, queer, and Southern. I'm from North Carolina. I have military parents, the dopest sister on the planet. I'm a Capricorn, but I'm shamelessly silly and deeply interested in the things that I love. I have two psychology degrees, an undergraduate degree in psych and a master's in industrial organizational psychology. All this means is that I am always pursuing personal development, studying leaders, studying organizational systems, and even broader than that, how we live as people. And I have a lot of opinions. Probably more important, though, I care deeply about and have a vested interest in seeing my black and queer communities thrive. I want to help us cultivate and receive the love we have often been starved of so we can create healthy relationships and communities. I want us to stop living the lies that capitalism, patriarchy, all of the phobia, society, our home environments, et cetera, et cetera, all of them have sold us. Our lives do not need to be so hard and you do not have to go it alone. Those are lies. But I know that it's hard to believe that because we haven't seen it yet. We have to build it and together. A heads up though, I grew up in church, so it might get a little preachy here and there, but most of y'all did too, so anyway, we'll be unpacking that too. At any rate, I will be regularly reminding you that you're magical, that you're creative, that you're loved, that you're powerful, and that you're necessary in the world at this time. I want and need you to be both focused and clear. I think a lot of times we look for money, we look for opportunities, when if we had our own clarity, people would buy that. Because nobody has the answers. And somebody who seems clear about their own path, I'm willing to trust more than somebody who is just feeding me lines. A few caveats, though. I'm not a mental health professional, and this is no substitute for therapy. I'll bring in a lot of psychological concepts, but I'll be very careful to ensure we don't re-traumatize ourselves in this process. But I highly recommend talking to a licensed mental health professional. 
I personally know how difficult, tedious, and expensive that process can be. And I'm not going to tell you I have a hard and fast solution for each individual, but I will very soon post resources and strategies and tips to finding one of those. Think of me as a philosopher, as somebody who knows some stuff, who can help guide you on some part of your, your journey, but you have to trust your own guidance. I'm not asking, nor do I want you to follow me. I want us to all equally be in our power. I want us to activate each other. Uh, parental advisory, though, because love, healing, and reclaiming ownership of yourself can be a messy process. We're going to take all that love and light, <laughs> and we're going to shine it on some dark places we haven't wanted to see in a while. And profanity, because damn it, because it make you feel good. So in a nutshell, what I'm offering and what I hope you get is all my years of professional and personal study, my life experiences and the lessons I've gained, and the various tools and practices I've collected over a lifetime to help us embody the love and ease we need to create and fully have the lives we dream of having. Woof, my God, it's a lot. So I'm going to be pulling in a ton. Let me know if I go too fast or if I'm packing these episodes with too much. All right, let's flesh out the components of this podcast. So we've got four elements. We've got writing, we've got love, we've got dreams, and we've got community. Let's dive into each of them. So what's the tea on writing? And what are these love letters about? According to research published in Forbes, and we know how much I love Forbes, handwriting increases neural activity in areas of the brain similar to meditation. Um, this process is called cognitive diffusion. Um, and it, what it does is it allows you to create space and essentially step outside of your emotions to see what's most pressing to you. Through this process, writing unleashes creativity otherwise not easily accessed. So from that, you can take that to mean that you can do your regular creative practice, be in flow and pull in a lot of stuff, but the action of writing summons essentially the forces of your brain in a way that other activities don't. So for example, the sequential hand movements used in handwriting Activate large regions of the brain responsible for thinking, language, healing, and working memory. All the regions that we finna need so we can recreate these lives. Cool, that's writing. What about love? Need, need I say more? It seems that we often either have relationships that work or don't. And we often don't know why or how to salvage relationships with the people we love. And a lot of us feel lonely. Like, there is so much that happens beneath our awareness that influence what and how we experience relationships in life in general. And I really want us to unpack this so we can have a little bit more influence on what we're experiencing. Okay, so that's, that's love. Um, your dreams. Like, you might as well call us the dreamer generation. And I won't say that other generations don't dream as much. But I went to school with y'all. Like, it's so f- it's not funny. It's it's heartbreaking, but it's so funny that all of us, um, most of us, have dreams that are completely opposite or completely outside of the life that we're currently living. And so, my objective with this podcast, with these resources, with this movement, is that you love yourself more and you break some patterns. Yes, of course. But the goal right beyond that, right outside the gates, is that you feel so loved, grounded, and clear that trusting and living your dreams is just the only thing. 
there is no plan A. There's no plan B. There is just you wake up, there are gifts that you have, and you offer them to the world. That is where we're going. If you want to go, I'm going without you. So your dream, those are your dreams. And plus, we, we need those dreams so we can recreate a better future. We are not lacking in opinions, analyses, evaluations of everything that is happening. And finally, with community, I want you to consider writing people you care about letters. When was the last time you received a handwritten letter? Better question, when was the last time you sent one? Oh, okay. <laughs> Y'all, life is happening so fast. And we are throwing all of our attention, all of our energy on the future, on our dreams, on minutiae, on important things. And we're missing precious moments in those pursuits. What are we going to look back at? Is it going to be that picture gallery in our phones of 10, 15, 20,000 pictures? A good 13% of which are screenshots. <laughs> Memorialize your life. Romanticize your relationships. Write the story you want to live. Everybody else will do it for you, and it's not going to feel good to you. So how are we going to do this? Episodes are planned for Mondays and Thursdays. On the Monday episode, like a good lecture... We'll introduce a topic, define it so we're on the same page. In psychology, we call that operationalization. Provide some examples and how it affects us. And then a rewrite for how we can address it and what we possibly get in return. And then each episode, each Monday episode, we'll, I'll leave you with a letter prompt so you can practice creating the new neural pathways to embody that new life that you're trying to live. Like a good practicum to a freshman lecture, I'll offer more ways to practice and examine the pattern activities to do for play because this is not school <laughs> and i'll get back to that later uh additional resources and silliness i really just want to talk a little bit of shit <laughs> hence the rant um we reclaiming mondays and healing you up for the weekend a few rules for class though <laughs> let's approach all of this with a lot of curiosity a lot of curiosity and a lot of grace it's difficult to see your life when you're living it I think one of the things I personally have struggled with is seeing the patterns that I've lived and then being angry that I live the pattern instead of being grateful for seeing myself out of a pattern. I get the image of a house and like us as individuals being the house and to survive for the people that will engage with us. We put parts of ourselves that we felt weren't acceptable under the floorboards. We didn't kill them <laughs> and kill them. They're just under the floorboards, tucked away for safekeeping. And so for me, what my work is here for myself and y'all, because remember, we're doing we're doing this group project together. It is pulling up those floorboards, the painful process of pulling up, open those trap doors and seeing what's in there. And I think for a lot of people, myself included, it's often very frightening to pull up those those floorboards and those trap doors. Cause like what's in there? But I can say firsthand that this work that I've done over this last, I'll just say stretch of time, I found the most beautiful gifts pulling up those floorboards. I found versions of myself I thought didn't exist anymore, gifts that I thought were a fantasy of my childhood. And I now feel a lot more clear and grounded with how I want to go about the, the how I want to go about my life. And I want that for you too. This human experience is dynamic and my perspective will change. 
So disagreeing is fine. But the main thing is, if I think it's helpful, I'm going to say it. If I think the system is grinding my people up, I'm going to check it. That's what I'm doing all of this for. But like I said, this isn't school. And so you don't have to do everything that I recommend. But I trust that if you just like simply show up and listen a little bit, you'll get something useful. But also, don't be the cool kid in the class. Don't be too cool to get healed. Come get this participation trophy. (laughs) But also, don't overcommit and set some stifling goal. We have done that for decades. This is not the place for that, for pressure, for outsized expectations. You had plenty. All I got for you is grace. And so I ask that you go at your own pace. If you listen to an episode, it triggered the hell out of you. And then you need to come back to it at the end of the season. So be it. That's fine. So go at your own pace. Awesome. So with all of that out of the way, what to do? First, I need you to identify your level of engagement and participation. Like if you really want to show up, we can do a lot of stuff. We can have some fun. We can heal. We can play. And I'm super excited to see who we all are on the other side of this. Or in the process of this, because I don't plan on not being this person. That's one of the roles that I'm kind of done playing, is like not being this person everywhere. So, one, identify your level of engagement. Two, choose your fighter. So, my personal favorite is a fire-ass notebook and pen. It gets me the opportunity to go out and spend some money. (laughs) And to get another container that will draw creativity and inspiration from me. This is most likely the most straightforward effect that the psychology kind of talks about because you're handwriting something and that's just what it is. Um, but other options, because some people don't like writing. I don't like writing regularly. So every year on my birthday, I write myself a letter. Whenever I am have finished a breakup, I'll write a letter. Or if I'm just in a really good mood or I just remember to, I will. But it's, it's not like, oh, let me sit down every year, every day for the first 15 minutes of the day I'm going to write. I don't have that in me, but if you do, do that. Uh, So uh, the other option, uh, the notes app on your phone. Um, I do this thing where for the year, so I started it last year, I will make one note and I'll like name it like 2021 and 2022. And for to-do list, ideas, inspiration, all of that goes in there. And so for my 2021 note, I can just go and look at essentially the whole year. Like I was right here and this happened and this happened. Um, but yeah, make a note, pin it, just dump it all in there. And then when you look back, especially if you date some of the stuff, you look back and you can really see, okay, I didn't know that that opportunity was on the other side of this. I didn't know that this experience was coming next. So that's another option. Uh, the voice memo app on your phone. I use this all the time. I think a fun thing that I'll use it for is if, and this especially happened during the pandemic. If I have been down for a stretch of time and I'm like up for a second, I will record essentially a pep talk for when I'm down again. Um, Or just reminders whenever I forget. And fun fact, I'm going to go and listen to some of those now that I said this. Um, uh, Number four, draw, compose, dance. Too much of our education has been Learn in this one specific way and look at the results. I would much rather you listen to something that causes you to consider something in a different way and then you take that inspiration and do whatever feels right. 
So yes, even though we're talking about writing letters, even though we're talking about love, if just hearing this inspires you to do something, go and do it. If you don't want to sit down and put a pen and paper and write something, draw. Well, this is like the same thing, but draw, compose, dance. Go spend some time with your friends. What is most important to me is that you heal a bit, and I probably said this a dozen times, that you heal a bit, that you play a bit, but that you be inspired and then you engage that inspiration. I have all kinds of thoughts about creativity, inspiration, and how we often take it for granted because something so small can't turn into something so massive. So I want you to take your inspiration a lot more seriously because we keep all asking for better lives and then a butterfly will land up on us and we're like, oh, that's cute. Instead of, wow, what is this idea and what can I do with this? Let me write that down. Let me pull this phone out and go to my notes app. What do you want to heal? What do you want to make possible? What do you want to feel? That's a big thing for me, is what do you want to feel? Because I think this society has, has tried to brainwash us into thinking that feeling is dangerous, it is weak, it is unwise it is better to not feel because if i start feeling will i ever be able to stop but there is no other mechanism that is going to help you create a life that feels good to you if your life does not feel good to you yet we have some beautiful work to do because there is so much more possible But again, like I mentioned earlier, another one of my goals is for you to be able to embody your dreams. So if you don't, and this is another point, if you sit down to write and you don't feel it, don't force it. If you know that you have to sit down for a minute before to click in, do that. But like, don't make this another thing. Like the way that the world is spinning, hell, if the episodes aren't fun enough, let me know. Like nobody needs anything additional that is is stressful, that is another to-do list item. But all I want for you is for you to have a space, a practice, a time set aside in your weekday or life where you can pull back from all the noise and all the nonsense and be really, really clear on what feels good to you and what you want to do next. In closing, I need you to dream more. And I need you to be prepared to receive more love. Despite everything going on. I peep all of it, and I sense that we're in a time where we can very quickly close the gap on who we want to be and what we want to have. And I don't mean to say that like, oh, we're going to write you some letters and you're going to get rich. Can't promise that, and I won't. Because that's a whole other thing with nervous system and family pattern, whatever. But (laughs) I can say if you take some time and sit with yourself, ask yourself some questions, and create some space you'll start to learn, oh, I really don't like these things. I really dislike these a lot more than I thought. And you'll say, oh, I used to love doing that. Or I really enjoy this. And with the other content, with the other titles and episodes that we'll we'll get into, we are going to take those very small things that feel like, oh, that would be fun. And we're going to blow it up so big that it's just like, okay, I have practices by which I can sustain and sustain, motivate, and, 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 and access myself. So I need you to dream more. That's that. Um, so you're going to need to develop a regular dream practice. This could be 
you set some time apart, set some time to daydream. Like I think I live in New York, so a bunch of people live here. If you're on the train, close your eyes, listen to your favorite happy song, <laughs> not not heartbreak. And we need you to share that those dreams and that vision. Because we're all weaving this collective tapestry that we're gonna live and enjoy. Our ancestors who had to navigate these violent environments worked together. And then we reap the benefits of them collaborating. So offer your vision, share what you see in the world, collaborate on what you can see as possible. I'm not talking about creative projects and then, because that's a whole thing of, of other stuff that we'll get into. But if you see that your community can be more healed, tell somebody that. They might say, oh, I feel that too. And I was thinking about doing this. We are working individually on a group project. I'll leave you with this. I think about the body all the time and how I'm not the first person to bring this analogy, but um, the body and how the liver and the mitochondria and the toes and the optic nerves all essentially work together for us to function. And then you have bacteria on the skin and the whole thing for a human to, to kind of move around the world well. And then you have humans who understand this and have and are sentient and aware and we have such difficulty working with each other and an inability to see that we are all collectively working in the same system on the same earth with the same resources. And it's like, no, I need to get mine. It's like, I just, anyway, whatever. Before we go, so we've got we know what we're doing. We know the components of why we're here. Um, you know a little bit more about me and why this is so important. Um, I'm going to leave you with this activity. Between now and next week, I want you to write down and record your intention for this journey. Because I promise I have got a lot planned. What do you want to heal? What do you want to make possible? What do you want to feel? And to be clear, I don't know if you will, I don't know and I won't guarantee that you'll be able to address all of those things with what we're going to do together. But I can almost guarantee you that we'll make progress. Because the whole point is community. Because we've been doing this stuff in isolation. We've been solving the same problems in isolation. <laughs> anyway, who cares? So for me, I want us to love and to have fun. Like, if you've seen me out, I was probably smiling or deep in thought. But I want to have, I want us to love and have fun. Me, personally, I am literally unavailable out of office, D&D, to anything else. So if you could do me a massive favor, get your tools, set your intentions, and I'll see you next week. Things up, hearts out. I'll see y'all later. Bye, y'all.